Hello and welcome to a brand new installment of Nintendo News Report, the first of the new year. Happy 2017. I am your host, Alexander Kalafi, here with you on this fine Wednesday, January 4th night. I'm joined by two of my regulars. Neil had to uh, call in sick at the last moment. I'm joined by one Donald Terrio. Hello, Donald Terrio. Persona 5, Mass Effect Andromeda, Red Dead Redemption 2. Name three things that will not be announced next week for the Switch. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't that pretty surprising, though, that Mass Effect is actually supposed to be coming out on March 21st? Because it still feels like we've seen almost none of that game. Well, they're showing it off right now at CES, but I have the feeling this is going to be one of those games that will come out in March, and we will wish it came out at the 10th anniversary in November. Didn't they also say it's not coming to the Xbox One? No, it's PS4, Xbox no, it's One, PC. Persona 5. Oh, Persona okay. 5 is only coming to uh, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, and Yakuza 0 only coming to PlayStation 4, which also comes out this month, which I'm very excited about. Other voice you are hearing and person you are seeing is one Zachary Miller. Hello, Zachary Miller from Alaska. Hello, hello. It's very cold here. Yes, it is. Uh, it's a new year, and as a result, there is almost no news, <laughs> which means we're going to speed through what little news we actually do have, and then we're going to talk about the Switch for like 25 to 30 extra minutes, <laughs> if that's okay with you guys. <laughs> Maybe go over our plans for next week as much as we can. Um. Yeah, I think there's still some stuff we're keeping, like cards not shown. Right now, like, for instance, who's going to be where, doing what? We're st- I don't know if we're talking the, about any the, of that. The only thing we can say is that Neil will be about three time zones away from home. Yeah. Here's, here's what we can say about next week. We are already all hands on deck. We had a staff meeting devoted to, ca- to covering these two, three days. We all have a role. We're all going to do stuff. Nintendo News Report will be there next week, albeit with maybe a, a slightly different crew, and it, it is all going to be popping, as hopefully the Nintendo Switch is. But before we talk about the Nintendo Switch, let's talk about the lesser news stories. First, that Rhyme is coming to the Nintendo Switch in addition to the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and personal computer... This game looks slightly worse than the last time they showed it a couple years ago, and I don't know if you guys noticed that. Uh, maybe they were running at the. Maybe they were showing the Switch version on a tablet, so it's 720p instead of 1080. <laughs> yeah, that's a smart idea. Um, do we know if it is Donald? Do we know if Rhyme is what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Dated. I think it's only next uh, year or this year. Um, they they sent a press. They sent some press information out today. May. Uh, they're aiming for May on that right now. Um, they also said there's going to be a physical release for the PS4 and Xbox One versions. We did ask about a physical Switch game. They had no comment. Yeah, this hmm. game looks weird. I'm very curious. It sort of looks like what it, it looks. Yeah. Sort of looks like Wind Waker meets Eco. Which, yes, yeah. it does. Good, good comparison. Which is curious to me, because neither Eco nor Wind Waker were built on the scale or budget for an independent game that's presumably going to be selling for 20 30 bucks. Hmm. Which makes me curious about what the flow of this game is, what the structure is going to be, how big the island is, if it's going, if we're going to like, it's going to turn out that there's a story, but there's also all this procedural generation. If it's going to turn out that it's like The Witness and turns out it really is that big of a video game, but also it's $40. The way they present this game makes it seem like a pretty big game, which is cool. Only the fact that it's an independent game and it's kind of an independent game that wasn't blown out in the same way The Witness and No Man's Sky wasn't given its own PR cycle. I'm very curious to just what this game looks like when it finally comes out. Yeah, because, I mean, we first heard about... I think this game debuted in, I want to say, at Gamescom in 2013, so before the PS4 came out. 
Yes, wow. at and, the time it might have been slated as just a PS4 game. Right, and Sony, I think, was involved in the publishing of it, similar in a similar fashion to what they did with No Man's Sky. But we didn't hear a bloody thing about this game for about a year, or for about a, two years even, starting last summer. So, right. so that game, they've I, either they've just been head down working on it, and it's coming. And Sony, maybe No Man's Sky got Sony skittish, and they're like, okay, you guys can go multi-platform with us, and so. The opportunity presented itself to go with Switch, PS4, Xbox One, PC, but it's um, it, it's going to be nice. it's filling in some of the puzzle pieces as to what is going to be the sort of post-launch things for the Switch, and the fact that it's a multi-platform game that does show that you know these like Unreal Engine games can work on the Switch pretty well, but is, how it's going yeah. to actually perform as a game, we'll have to wait and see on that. Is it not amazing? that in one week, one day, and 45 minutes, we are going to know everything about the Switch. Right? Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. Or at least we're going to know way more than what we have now, including a better picture of what March looks like, of what May looks like, of what summer looks like, and maybe one or two games of what fall looks like. I'm. Uh, I just know that uh, based on all the birthday and Christmas money that I asked for and received this year, unless they price it ridiculously, I'm set to get one and a game, at least one game. At what age does think... it stop making sense to receive Christmas money, uh, Donald? Before you go ahead, let's talk about the important <laughs> stuff. I, I, I say this yeah. as a 22 year old who who uh, got some Christmas money this year, but I'm also curious, like. At age 50, it definitely won't make sense to keep getting Christmas money. At age 30, it barely makes sense to keep getting Christmas money. I, yeah, I, I'm 32 and I asked for the, the main things I asked for for Christmas this year, besides the the PS4 ended up getting were gift cards. Really? So that's effective. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. I, I think gift cards could, could stretch a little while longer. I don't know. What do we think the cutoff is like 35, 40? For, for receiving, like, actual cash in a card as a gift. When you have kids. Yeah. yeah. I, I bet it is. Children. Yeah. 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 Okay. Donald, what were you saying a second ago? Uh, I'm just saying, Zach, I think you're probably looking at, like, I think the, the rumors seem to be calcifying around launch Wii pricing, so 250 mm. So yeah, I, think, good. I think you're covered there. Okay. As long as, as long as Fred Meyer hasn't ditched the electronics section in your God, that there. scared me, man. Mm. That's where I get my shit. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Heaven. For, I I got to go to EB Games on Friday or next Friday, but hopefully you don't have to. Yeah. You need to stop in this case. Right. We should also talk about the fact that Pokemon Snap is now coming to the North American Wii U Virtual Console tomorrow. The best Pokemon spinoff game. I thought you were going to say the best Pokemon game, and I'm like, Zach, you know those are fighting words. And you no, know, no, no. If you actually said that, like that, that would be a wildly incorrect statement, because I think what would happen is you would play Pokemon Snap, and you're like, oh, wait, I'm actually kind of bored way faster than I thought I would be. <laughs> Oh, wait, I'm rolling the credits. I've only been playing this for an hour. Yeah. How quickly could you comfortably get to, like, Mew in Pokemon Snap? Could you really get through Mew in about 90 minutes? I did when I was a kid. Yeah. When I, and that was the first time I played it. Damn. I think my brother did it in, in about half that time. Oh, my gosh. And from the chat, Daniel asks, can someone tell me, or Danielle... It, it's spelled like Daniel, but it could be Danielle. I'm going to say Daniel. Can someone tell me what a rhyme is? Rhyme is an independent video game. You can read all about it on NintendoWorldReport.com. It is an independent video game that looks like The Wind Waker and also Eco, and it also it has a nice art style. So there you go. We Just, don't really know much about what it actually is. Yeah. Jesse says, Pokemon Snap is good, 
but would be better in HD. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Maybe, Most in the 64 games would look better in HD. Maybe they ran the numbers and were like, the idea of a Pokemon Snap sequel on Wii U right now is just a ridiculous premise, and we don't yeah, actually Yeah, no, they would have done it by now if they were going to do it. <laughs> the question I have is whether the Switch is going to have Gyro, which I'm guessing it is. Absolutely, sure, yes. It, it should, yeah. That should be the case, right? I mean, if there's some, if it's like most tablets that you can use in portrait or landscape mode, it has to have an accelerometer in there. So you might as well use it for, for get some light motion control if it comes to it. No, but I'm saying that if, if the idea of a Pokemon Snap is let's do the Star Fox thing, put you in cockpit mode, do this all the time, except you don't have to worry about the control scheme, which was the falling out in Star Fox's part. So you can, you just have to worry about buttons and then moving the controller. That's... I don't... Yeah. I don't know if they'll do that because they're obviously trying to get away from a two-screen setup. And they've said before that it's none of the games are going to act like that. I think they're trying to get away from every ecosystem they've had thus far. Yeah. They're ditching... They're ditching the two-screen... They're ditching the Wii. They're ditching the DS and the 3DS and the 3D. This is this is a whole new thing. So maybe you're right. Maybe it will be a more conventional video game. And maybe Star Fox was a lesson that maybe <laughs> that's not because, the kind of game people want to play. Well, or that and people. And either way, if you're taking a picture with a tablet, you still look kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Remember. That video. If any, if anything, it's going to be something like a Pokemon Go game where you find Pokemon in the environment with your tablet controller. Right. But that yeah. would be stupid because they would look awful. There was just a video I was just thinking of because we were talking about the Wii U, and then we're going to be transitioning into Switch. Uh, Pokemon Snap is a fine game. You can get it on the Virtual Console tomorrow. Let's let's talk about some Switch stuff. I was thinking back to that Wii U Direct from 2012 when there was that video and it showed the video chat feature where some 20 year old kid called like a 70 year old man. I remember that. I called his and grandfather that never really him. happened. Was, was he really his grandfather or was he just some player? I think I think it was just an old old dude playing the game now that I think about it. But I I'm one of the few people that actually bothered to use Wii U video chat and we largely used it to get around the issues with Monster Hunter's voice chat. <laughs> That's what, good. What's, what's the what's the bigger eighth gen Nintendo feature that they didn't end up fully implementing? Is it TV as they showed it off? <laughs> Is it uh, the Wii U video chat being able to call any other Nintendo player and see their face over video? Or is it the idea of being able to pay for 3D movies on your 3DS? Oh my god, I forgot about that. Except I will never uh, forget about that. It, they did that in Japan a little bit, but I not as much the, as they were showing off, yeah? Because they're putting out movies in... Like on the European eShop, like you can get for the Professor Layton movie, except I don't think they ever ever adapted it to 3D. Yeah, but they said 3D <laughs> movies, like they were showing off. You can get Avatar. How to Train Your Dragon in 3D, oh. 3DS, and they never did that. That's something everyone else forgets, and they're like, "What? Well, why wouldn't you just? Why wouldn't you just forget about that, Alex?" And I say, "You know what? I can't forget about it because they made a promise to me that they I re- never... I do remember ended. watching a couple 3D movie trailers on the 3DS way back when, like the Green Lantern movie. Yeah. Do you remember how cool the 3D was when the 3DS came out before we all took it for granted? And when they would <laughs> release 3D game trailers on the eShop, yeah. and then you would just watch them for like an hour and a half by the time the game comes out? Like, like the Animal Crossing New Leaf trailer when it was just Animal Crossing. I, I think there was a Paper Mario one. I think there was... Yeah. Especially Star, that Super Star Mario Fox. 3D Land. Star Fox one. The Star Fox one. The There might have been a Donkey Kong one. On I think the, there was a Metal Gear one, too. There was a Metal Gear one. On the Mario one, I think I had like an hour and a half 
time just watching that trailer over and over again and like just and then sometimes i would move the control stick because i would pretend i was actually playing the game but those those were some times times. anyone chariot goblin asks anyone remember the unused external accessory port on the wii u gamepad i think every nintendo system has at least one external port that's never used yeah like I, I I know the NES and Super Nintendo had one, so that's that's just Nintendo being Nintendo. GameCube I think it, had one too. Better to have it not need it than not have it and need it. Yeah, although I think True. the the I think the GameCube one I think got covered up by the the main reason to use that the Game Boy Player. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Okay, let's talk about. And I'm getting fired again. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's let's talk about the Switch stuff, Donald. Tell me about the FCC filings. Okay, so any any device that transmits over wireless spectrum in the United States has to go through the FCC for testing to make sure that it's not going to kill you with excessive amounts of radiation. And the FCC, as they do, they publish these documents on their website. So just around Christmas time, uh, the FCC actually published some, do- some documentation about the Nintendo Switch showing that it's going to do modern Wi-Fi 802.11ac and also at least Bluetooth 4.0. Oh. So including low energy Bluetooth, which is used now in a lot of cell phones for beacons and things of that nature. And also confirm that the battery on the Switch tablet will not be user replaceable. So hope you have your Pokemon Go battery packs ready, but it will use an international plug like the Wii U does, but some people are seeing that as a move to the Switch not being region locked. That would be cool. I'm not surprised at the battery thing because I mean it's not like you can change the battery in the DS or the 3DS or the Wii U gamepad or. You you can. I mean, Nintendo sells extended batteries for the 3DS and the Wii U gamepad already on their website. Oh, I just mean the internal battery is not replaceable by you. You can. Oh, or is that what you're talking about? Yeah, you can. You can order a, another battery or even a higher capacity one, and they'll send you the instructions. Oh, I didn't know that. RK reminds us. Uh, remember the Wii Zapper was going to be able to be attached to the gamepad? <laughs> oh shit, he's right! Holy shit! Remember the Wii U introductory trailer when they showed the idea of playing Wii Fit U comfortably without even needing the TV and being able to weigh yourself as easily as if it's an actual scale. Remember when they did the video chat with that guy and that girl and that dog and you had no idea what the fuck they were talking about because like it sounded like they were speaking a different language? My favorite, <laughs> my, my favorite component of that reveal trailer is the guy putting the, Wii, the gamepad on the ground uh, and golfing as if it was a sand trap. I thought nobody's... They actually did that, I think, didn't they? Yeah, they did that with with Wii Sports Resort, the golf game in that. You could could see the lie of the ball with the gamepad. Oh, you mean uh, Wii Sports Club? Or Wii Sports Club, yeah. I never played that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Although I think my favorite thing that got shown off in a Wii reveal trailer but never went anywhere was the non-specific action figure. Yes. I thought that was going to be a new game, like when someone wears the Crash Bandicoot shirt, <laughs> or have them in. The, or I, I thought it was going to be like a tro- even a trophy in Smash Brothers. I figured Sakurai would be that crazy enough to put him yes. in there, but yeah, didn't end up happening. Oh, oh boy! I mean, don't get me wrong. Nintendo is no worse than any other company. Like this is not me specifically. <laughs> Du- du- dual HDMI ports on the three on the PS3. Dual <laughs> HDMI ports on the PS3. You have the PlayStation 4 promise of being able to press a button and play a game literally the second you press that button. I, I still remember <laughs> that from the original trailer. Yeah. You know, not and- not to interrupt this discussion, but the Wi-Fi news out of the FCC makes me wonder if they're going to keep Nintendo zones around. Or a switch application. That'd be nice. I, I don't see no, why they, well, why they wouldn't. I mean, Nintendo zones suck, but I mean, it's interesting that they they might keep them around. Yeah, I think I think those will stick around because it, it is a way to get access to the internet on the switch while you, you're not necessarily tethered tethering to a phone or whatever. 
True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Was that all? Was was there just speculation that this would be region locked? And uh, then... uh, region, region. I think the, the speculation was leaning toward it being region unlocked. So at the very least, physical games from every region will work on the same system. What what that means for accessing international eShops like you can do with uh, different PSN stores or Xbox Live. That w- that hasn't been determined, but I'm pretty sure Nintendo is going to at least lock that part of it down. Yeah, sure, sure. But where where this is a portable a portable system, I would think that they they I think they'll ditch region locking at least for cartridges. That would be fantastic. Let's go back to the chat. We have Cherrick Goblin asking: Does anyone think Sakurai's new game will be revealed at the January twelfth? presentation i think i think retro's game is also not getting revealed i I agree this thing is going to be an hour and a half oh shit first hour it's but i actually i have a method to my madness the actual presentation itself will be an hour nintendo likes working with one hour time slots i think they're going to devote 20 to 30 minutes on the system and then the rest of the time on the games for the games you need to show off you need to show off Mario. You need to show off Zelda. You need to show off Rabbids. You need to show off Splatoon. You need to show off. You need to show off trailers for Smash Bros. and for. Oh, you mean like remasters? Uh, Xenoblade, no. if those yeah. exist, and you're gonna close on Pokemon. And I really don't think outside of that, maybe a trailer, we're gonna see that much more other than the price. The the powers. Yeah, think, oh, they'll they'll show a third party uh, reel, and, right? And and the indie the, reel, we'll get the indie reel too. Well, yeah, and th- where this is Japan, you're probably going to see like the Capcoms and Namco Bandai's of the world. And Square, yeah. if Square Enix is on board with this thing, then we'll probably get a good segment of them because, well, we have Dragon Quest Eleven to show off. Yeah, but I, I think because I think the rumor that came out this week was that the closer or at least something late in the presentation is what was supposed to be a stunning moment is that bg 2 is real and it's coming to the Switch for a year exclusively. I, I'll believe it when it's on store shelves. I believe yeah. it. It's not that unbelievable. Nintendo did the same thing with Devil's Third. They did the same thing with Bayonetta 2 to two widely different results, I might add. Yeah, what of those worked out pretty well. development for 10 years. I'm pretty sure I just made <coughs> the best and worst games on the Wii U. <laughs> um, there's an argument yeah. for that we're gonna see the uh, know, uh, kind of a, here's kind of a pun I'd be surprised if WayForward wasn't bringing some version of Mighty Switch Force to the Switch yeah oh. we're gonna see the $250 $300 I think it's gonna be $250 $250 $250 they're gonna do two SKUs one maybe I think one I think with a game and one without yeah the question is, is the game one 250 or is the game one 200? Or is the game one 250 or is the game one 300? 300. It's that one. Yeah, yeah, I think 250 for a base unit, 300 US for with a packed-in game. I think Splatoon being the pack-in makes a lot of sense. Yeah, especially in Japan. In Japan, sure. I don't know if they'll do it here. Yeah, yeah. RK says, Laura Kate Dale has been leaking a ton of stuff this week. Zelda's 100% at launch. People are saying Rabbids Kingdom Battle or Rabbids Mushroom Kingdom Battle or something like that is also happening, which sounds like it's like an XCOM-style strategy RPG, meaning it could be the Ghost Recon Shadow Wars of hey, the that, Switch launch. That and, that is, and Ghost Recon Shadow Wars was the secret best 3DS launch game. I thought Nintendogs plus Cats was a fine video game. It is the... It, that game was an alright Animal Crossing game without the sense of control. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we and some some deep... And, of course, what Ad, uh, what Alex said about the uh, about the Rabbids game being a, sort of an XCOM like that actually leaked out earlier tonight from uh, Liam Robertson. Right. Reporting that on, on his Twitter. Right. Uh, and the last... This, 30 minutes, I just wanted to say, the last 30 minutes will be a Q&A. I think they're going to have an hour for the show, 30 minutes for a Q&A, because I think that's expected to happen. And then yeah, that's that'll be it. Event. Now, who presents this thing, then? Because we've got... Because it, you, you would think it'd be Kimishima, but he doesn't seem... 
in Japan, I think the best you might get with that is Reggie or Bill doing translation for the West. Yeah. I think we're yeah. going to have Kamishima. You think Kamishima is going to at least going to be on? I, I could I could see it that Kamishima is on stage for the introduction and like some of the basics of it, but then they leave it to the developers to if talk about their. To make, if yeah. I was to make a bingo card, well, I mean Reggie doesn't show up on stage as much as you think he does. He just shows up at the right intervals, so you think yeah. he's on stage for a lot longer and, than he is. And then also when developers come on stage, sometimes he stands next to them. Yeah, except the the only yeah. reason I don't think we see any of Reggie next week is because again it's in Japan, so yeah. I don't know how good Reggie's Japanese is, but it's but I don't think they would want to. I don't know if they'd want to take the chance of having somebody who's maybe not as fluent in Japanese doing a Japanese presentation. One so, we could see we could see Shibata from Europe actually do part of it as well because he. He is clearly fluent in Japanese. It's so I have a question about this. Uh, I, I must have missed the memo. I thought this was going to be like a pre-recorded, uh, pre-produced Nintendo Direct. No, it's going to be like Sony Sony's pre-TGS things. Oh, wow. Like a stage like, show. Yeah. A, wow. a stage, stage show crossed with a press conference at the end. Yeah. Huh. You know, yeah. what, you know so, what I realized today? Uh, if Donald, if you come with us to PAX East, the we'll we'll be actually be able to play the switch at the first North American show it's at. Uh, well, it's going to be at PAX South, which is in a couple oh, of weeks. Screw South. Yeah, and it's also going, and I think it well, it'll be in South by Southwest the week after PAX East. But yeah, the first one of the we'll get one of the first shots of playing it. Which hey, that'd be really for, cool for yeah. one hour. Before the show starts, and then, and then never get the again. hell out of Dodge. <laughs> that is pretty exciting. I, yeah. me and Zach and Donald and Neil, all, and Neil, all in the same maybe place. Jared. Nintendo News Report. Yeah. Maybe we get. Maybe we get a. Uh, God forbid. Maybe we get a panel. Yeah, that's the thing. We applied for two panels. I think Donald. Somebody and I, has to buy lottery tickets. If we get the right panel, Donald and I and Zach and Neil will all be together. If we get if we get one of the panels, I think it'll just be Neil. We'll see. But either what are the two panels? I know one's Nintendo Wear, but what's the other one? The oh, the Wii U Wii U lifecycle talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Wii U Luigi. The Wii U Luigi, which I wasn't sure we were talking about until it actually exists. But yes, we did apply for a panel at PAX East called Wii U Luigi where we I talk was, about the life and death of the Wii U in a professional, I, I was, loving, yet critical manner. I, I was I was about ready to learn how to play taps for that, if we got it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was, I was looking into how much to rent a suit. <laughs> uh, actually, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> the uh, Sean McCord says the Wii U funeral, or I might say the Wii Uneral. Oh, Jesus. We, we'll, we'll, we'll grab oh, a busted one from somewhere and we'll give it a Viking funeral. We'll shove it out of the center on a boat. <laughs> I think every Wii U is a busted Wii U. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Somebody has to learn how to play bagpipes, obviously. I think we see a little virtual console stuff, though. I think the GameCube stuff, if no. it exists. Oh, GameCube, yes. If, if the GameCube stuff exists, I think we see it on stage. Because if it's launching with GameCube, you've got to show it off, even for just a minute at that event. Yes. I, as long as they have v, VC on the system from day one and don't do the stupid six-month delay like they did with the... Uh, with, except for those like 30-cent games with the full VC service like they did on the Wii U. Right. And another rumor that came out this week is uh, there was that old whipping boy from last year, Mother 3. Potentially by the end of June, probably the E3 reveal. You poor yeah. bastards. Yeah. You keep I, I getting your hopes out. up. But at the same time, if you're desperate to play Mother 3 and you don't care how you play Mother 3, but as long as you can play it in English and you have a viable system of choice. Yeah. I've, I've come to realize that Mother 3 is a certain gamer's Beyond Good and Evil 2. They know it exists. It actually was made. Yeah, they know I mean, it exists, but it was released. Will it ever come out? Yeah, 
it'll yeah, never come true. out. The, the localization is sitting in a vault somewhere. It just it, it's like it won't get released until Reggie leaves the company or whatever. <laughs> the thing is that fan translation is actually excellent. But uh, just a heads up: if this does happen, uh, the leader of the fan translation project said uh, it's going to go down from the website. So I, mm. I believe the term I saw in one forum was "smoke him if you got him." <laughs> now granted this is the internet <laughs> nothing disappears forever but that right. fan translation is probably it'll, it'll be a bit harder to find if it does come out legitimately because they want you to play the game legitimately and give nintendo money for it which hey that's cool yeah i have a question for you guys about the switch yeah how do you think it will handle uh expandable memory because it's what? launching with 32 gigs which is I mean, look at a PS4. That's not going to cut it. Rumors SD yeah. cards. Uh, my, yeah, my, normal SD cards or micro yeah, SD cards? I think it, is, is it micro? micro. Or, oh, it's micro. Now here's the 28 gigs. Okay. Do you, uh, do you do you think I think that they might have uh, let you have two micro SD cards in one system, and you can swap you know between them like GameCube memory cards? Because even 128 gigs is not a ton. No, it's not enough, and I don't like the idea of... Um, well, you wouldn't swap them out. You just tell the system which card to read from. Or it's intelligent enough to read from whatever... Yeah, whatever like, you like your Wii U in memory. Yeah, yeah. I bet they're going to do the Wii U thing and let you add your own external hard drive. The only uh, thing is, that's not a great option either, and I can't take that external. with you. Yeah, like you'd have yes, to basically, it, it'd, it'd be kind of hard to do a portable system when you have to basically sit there for however long waiting for, I don't know, 50 gigs of data to transfer to your system memory or SD cards from that hard drive. Hard drives also suck because unlike a hard drive, a good hard drive that you just sort of screw drive into your system like you would do with the PlayStation 4, even if there was some hassle there, an external hard drive, even if you take care of it, will probably go bust within five to seven years. And there is nothing worse than having a hard drive and not knowing when it's going to crap out on you. Like one of those uh, WD passports, like I think mine lasted three years. And then it was... I, yeah, because yeah, I, I only put a, Wii, a hard drive on my, my Wii U in 2014. That was about a year after I got it. It's got It's now my 360's hard drive. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, oh, oh, you can swap formats. I thought once you put it on Wii U, it locked it. I uh, just had to once I once I cleaned off that hard drive. I just had to reformat it. Oh, sweet! To a format three the three sixty can recognize and off and running. Sean McCord says it is Nintendo's The Last Guardian. Now I would argue <laughs> that Nintendo's The Last Guardian is actually The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild, <laughs> because. <coughs> It looks similar. It has it has a slightly similar aesthetic. It's a game that switched platforms, even though it's coming out on both. And the rumors are that the game does not technically run that great. Okay, okay, but here's the thing <laughs> about uh, Zelda: the the guys Aonuma and those other guys have played other video games in the ten years that game's been out, so they have caught up with trends. Whereas Last Guardian has not learned anything since Ico. The Last oh, Guardian is boom. charming as hell, though. I was playing it for a couple hours today. I got it for Christmas, so I was I was I was I spent a couple hours with it. Yes, yeah, no, I'm sure it's charming. When you take Trico out of it, what you're left with is literally Ico with a big dog. It's Ico with a big dog, yes. and that's it. And it it has it feels like a PlayStation Two 3D puzzle platformer, which is basically a giant indie game on a larger scale is what mm -hmm. is what that game plays like. It still has some textures that look a tiny bit like a PlayStation 3 game. The camera is kind of like a PlayStation 2 game. <laughs> but what it has going for it is Trico. Trico is a hella charming character. And I would say it is the most realistic, charming depiction of a big dog I've ever seen. I in fully intend to buy it on a flash sale when it's like $10 someday. In the same way you have like a dog and you start baby talking a little bit, 
I did notice myself doing that a little bit, like, like, oh, who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? And because, like, oh, there's a pet button. Hey, speaking of, of check yeah. this shirt out. Oh, let me see. Aww. Is it the last Guardian shirt? Oh, no. is, is that your Corgi or just a Corgi? It's a Corgi who looks like my dead Corgi. Oh. Is, did you get that from a store or did you print it yourself? Somebody bought it for me for Christmas. Mm, that's nice. Yeah. yeah, getting yeah. something I realized getting back to the storage thing for a moment here. Um, I really hope that Nintendo's can like the porting tools that NVIDIA is working on for this thing for PS4 games work by you know compressing the assets down and letting the system upscale it and maybe doing something with the audio because uh, the PS4 I did the grand hard drive ectomy and downloaded all my PS Plus games and the PS4 games were on average about. 50 to 100 to twice the 50 percent bigger to twice as big as the same games on the ps3 Ugh. which i'm wondering if that means that we're talking about 1080p assets and uncompressed audio where they could easily use a, a lossless format that's smaller or like 320 mp3 and nobody should know the difference no. because that's the only way stuff like doom is going to run on this thing with any, without investing heavily into micro SD cards. So the worry would be that when you get the bundle that comes with Breath of the Wild, that's the only game you can play on it right now. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's not like... We can assume that they're not going to run save files, especially since they're going to be on card. We know they're on cards. Oh, true. Which hopefully have some room for, you know, maybe there's a writable portion for patches and DLC. Oh, and maybe there's not a, a mandatory install, like, off the cart. Yeah. Oh, that would be so nice. Yeah, because so I mean, Doom with the PlayStation. Yeah, like Doom on PS4. I got it on Friday. It had a 29 gig update, which was a roll up of every update that's had since then, and then a 46 gig install. That's how that thing is 75 gigs on my PS4. And the thing is, only one side of that game is one of the best games of the year. The right. other side is completely useless. Yeah. The Doom, the Doom gameplay, though, Donald, you've been playing yeah, a tiny I, bit. Is it not some of the it, funnest first-person shooting gameplay? Glory killing has not gotten old yet. <laughs> it doesn't. That that's the secret. It does not. Hell, that's all I do. I, I don't even I don't shoot very much anymore. I just melee things to death. <laughs> I, I need I to get, play that. Yeah. Oh, Cherry Goblin asks: Has Alex played Xenoblade Chronicles X yet? No, I still have it sealed. Same here. I'm going to play it soonish, I think, because I was playing the Near Automata demo today, and there is a mech section in that, which really gave me a craving for mecha, a good I mean. mech game. And I do have Xenoblade Chronicles X, and since I just beat uh, Shin Megami Tensei Four Apocalypse. You're gonna. I'm kind of in that RPG kick right now. So if there's a world when I play Xenoblade Chronicles X in the next couple months, even if it gets announced for the Switch, unless it looks that much better or has more content, I'm probably just gonna play it on Wii U. Hmm. Yeah. If there's one thing Xenoblade Chronicles X has, it's plenty of content. Yeah. Sean says, I want Star Fox Assault, Smash Melee, Double Dash, Super Monkey Ball, Beautiful Joe, Mario Sunshine, Animal Crossing, Star Fox Adventure. Yes, I would add Killer7 to that list. I would add Super Mario Strikers to that list. I would add... I, Mario I would Super back a dump truck full of money up to Sega's, Sega's headquarters and get Skies of Arcadia. Thank you, boy. Oh. Do Skies of Arcadia... Do F Zero GX if you didn't say that already. F Zero GX Mario Superstar Baseball is low key one of the best Mario sports games, and the Wii game did not do it justice. I've heard, although I have not played it. So Let's get that. the the Nintendo version of Soul Calibur Two on there. Ooh, sure, man. That's a good idea. And Animal Crossing. Sure Namco for that. He mm -hmm. said Animal Crossing, but also Animal Crossing because that's the one with the NES games. That's the one with the most charm in it. That's the one where they had everything together. That's a fine game. I'm very curious what other GameCube games we actually need on that. Oh, you need Pokemon Coliseum and XD. There you go. No, you don't. Uh, nope. Bot and Kaidos Origins. 
there you go. Chibi Robo one. There you go. Because Could be I'm, I bought Chibi Robo on the the 3DS game on Amazon for like eight bucks without the amiibo, which I think you could probably still get at that price. Probably, and it's not a great game at all. It's kind of a, sl- it's like Kirby without the Kirby. Oh, see, I think of it as a very slow-moving Yoshi's Island. But it doesn't even control as well as Yoshi's Island. Because no, it Yoshi's doesn't. Island, no. The most frustrating thing about Chibi Robo, what's its what's its subtitle? Ziplash. Ziplash. The the most frustrating thing about Chibi Robo Ziplash is the fact that you can throw your Ziplash here, 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 but you can't do it upright unless it's the super long Ziplash. That's true. And that does not stop being frustrating. The roulette option the at the end of the levels, that does suck, but there's ways to get around it pretty easily. Yeah, there is, yeah. You just it's do still like time, but it's still a pain It's still like, the fact that you can get around it makes me wonder why they even do it. Did the creators of Chibi Robo, did all the talented ones just leave after the <laughs> DS games? I think it's had the same producer for the whole time, and he said that if Ziplash doesn't sell, they're probably not making any more. But they didn't make a real Chibi Robo game since the first Chibi Robo game. You, you can tell they made this one on the cheap. They that's yeah, but isn't that hasn't then that that pretty much been their mo for the last year and a half? Aside from probably true Metal Blade and Mario Makers, they made make the AR the game, didn't they? Beautiful Joe. Any other GameCube games that really need to be on there? One that never will be, but I... Yeah. And Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, just so everyone will shut up about it. I think Rogue Squadron, that's never been a... Rogue Squadron would be nice. It's never been on uh, any other platform. I wonder how much hell that game is in right now. Like, (laughs) right's hell. Yeah. I'm sure. Then, I mean, we got. Then again, we got Super Star Wars on the Wii, so anything's possible. Uh, factor Five's not a factor anymore, though, right? They're gone. It's just that the Star Wars rights are with EA right now, and with Disney owning LucasArts. Oh, right, 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 right. I believe Nintendo still owns the video game Eternal Darkness, and they keep re-upping that trademark. Mm. I, they they keep re-upping the trademark just to piss Dennis Dyack off. So. Good job. <laughs> Kirby Air Ride. I'm actually looking at a list. Oh, yes. Yes. The best um, Pikmin 1 and 2. Pikmin 1 and 2. Pikmin 2. How game. about Pikmin 2? Luigi's Pikmin 2 multiplayer. Secret, secretly a good multiplayer game. Mario Power Tennis. That's true. Mega Man Anniversary yeah. Collection with the no, wrong button no, layout. No, 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 no. Maybe the X Collection. Mega Man X, X. Collection. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good for about two-thirds, and then the last third is... <laughs> Yeah, I like those fighting, those like tiny arcade fighting games. Those are actually kind of cool. Yeah, but the the only problem with that Mega Man Anniversary Collection, well, aside from the reverse controls, Mega Man 8's on it. Yeah. Yeah. Is Mega Man 8 that bad? I own a copy of it on PlayStation 3. No, it's bad. Should I only play Mega Man 1 through 6 and also Mega Man X1 and then just stop my Mega Man experience Uh, there? 9 and 10 are good. Yeah, but oh, we were. Yeah. You might have those for free even on PSN. I do have them for free on PSN. Sure. I just don't know if I want to play them because I just X two is good. X two is X two is good, but it's not. I mean, it's nowhere near one, and three is even farther downhill. Tales of Symphonia, Metroid Prime, Tony Hawk's Underground, and American Wasteland, which those will not come out unless the Switch is an enormous success. Yeah, beautiful. And Neversoft, Neversoft doesn't have the license anymore anyway. Uh, yeah, because wasn't that the whole reason why Tony Hawk 5 was a complete shit show is because Activision had to beat a contract? Yep. Yeah. You got WarioWare, and you have Wario World. Wario World's not good. Is it that bad? Or it's just it, not, good. not good. Yeah. When you compare it to Wario Land games, it's not good. Okay. Okay. You also have the original Wind Waker 
and Twilight Princess, which will be helpful if it's not backwards compatible to the Wii U, which I would which, not be surprised if they did that. It, they're, they've already established they're making a clean break on all fronts, so yeah, you're not going to get backwards compatibility. Maybe they port those HD remakes over in a collection or something in a couple of years. Nice. Yeah. But I don't think we're going to see... I don't think we're going to see that. They may just stick the originals on VC for worse or worse and call it a day. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Th- those are all the GameCube games because I'm on V's recommended games right now. Melee? Like GameCube list. Melee's we already... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really oh, yeah. want to play that Fire Emblem game, though. You also got the original Beyond Good and Evil, which would, would be a good thing to yeah. launch the virtual console with. Yeah. I can see them selling the HD version of that, actually. Just... Mm-hmm. And down to two bucks before, so it's not like they're not willing to let it go cheap. I bought it twice, one on 360 and once on PSN for very cheap both times. You know what would be crazy would be a Dreamcast virtual console. That would be amazing. On the Switch. Which doesn't Just feel ba- impossible. No. I, um, it'd be hard to do cap- House of the Dead with it. Yeah, but Capcom's fighters alone would make that worth it. Yep. Yeah. You got Shenmue. You could put that on Virtual Console. Although I hear the endurance run Giant Bomb did on Shenmue basically revealed that Shenmue is not a good video game. Yeah, it's not good. Aged as, at, the, at the bare minimum, has not aged as much as everyone hopes it did. Or did not age as well as everyone hopes it did. Now, if you want to play a good video game series that engrosses you in the life of a Japanese person, Here lets you beat the shit out of people, and has the quick time events. Yakuza 0 comes out on PlayStation 4 later this month. And Cheap boy, luck. oh boy, am I excited. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, but I mean, for Dreamcast, you get Capcom's fighters. Uh, I, I don't know if the offspring are willing to let their musical rights go for 10 bucks, but Crazy Taxi. They certainly yeah. didn't let it go on 360. Yeah, I think they. I think they got it back for the iOS version of all things. Really? <laughs> yep. You could do. Son- I mean, the original Sonic Adventure, which I still think is the best 3D Sonic game to date. Dreamcast uh, had a lot of good horror games. Resident Evil Code Veronica. Run that back. Carrier, uh, um, which is the Resident Evil clone, but it's good. Uh, Skies of you get the original Skies of Arcadia. Uh, this is really reaching, but if Dreamcast VC theoretically brought Fire Pro Wrestling D over, I would probably die of happiness. <laughs> I lost about two years of my life to that game, and I and I didn't even end up buying it. Wow. You know, it could be a potentially cool or sad virtual console thing is uh, Resident Evil Four. If they put they the original game yeah. version, I would totally get. I probably would too. Not a twenty well, they, bucks. They, they, they got to get it on there somehow because I mean we it's been on every system since it launched. Yeah. All right. Instead of talking about like games we'd like to see on the virtual console for this thing, do we have any other switch <laughs> switch information? <laughs> Uh, there apparent there was supposed to be some some Breath of the Wild stuff in this month's game, which I believe is out now digitally, but oh. it's just it's nothing we don't already know. Oh, here's a question. Here's here's the last question I'll ask before we close this because we've actually gone for about fifty minutes. I think well, we have forty forty five. Let's let's see what my audacity says. It's forty nine. Uh, 49 minutes. That's about a show. Here's my last question, and I'm just going to pose this as a round table. Zach, what are you most excited about for the Switch reveal next week? Launch titles. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. What do you think they're going to And not even necessarily Zelda. I just want to know the breadth of games they'll have. Uh, which What launch titles do you think they're going to have? Uh, if the Zelda rumor's true, then Zelda, but it would be really nice if they had a Mario, the real Mario game. The real Mario game. Yeah. The Mexican Mario game that they showed off a few months back. I, I'd be okay with them uh, ditching Rabbids in the Mushroom Kingdom. I 
though. I know that's that what's getting Ubisoft through the door, but come on, people. I think I think the rumor is that game has been done for a while. It's just waiting to come out for marketing reasons. Weird well, thing I just uh, realized. Ubisoft is the publisher of both Rabbids Mario Mushroom Kingdom Strategy RPG and Ghost Recon Shadow Wars. <laughs> there you Two go. Strategy RPGs. So I guess I guess I'll say I'm looking forward mostly to being disappointed that Beyond Good and Evil Two is not announced. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking forward to everyone else being disappointed by that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Donald, how about you? I'm I'm looking forward to actually having things that I can concretely write about. <laughs> because this rumor thing for the last year and a half is kind of getting old at this point. But as far as things coming on the Switch, I'm excited to see what they what what we see from like Japanese third parties. Like mm. I We've already established Persona 5 is not coming, but what does Sega and Atlas have? What does Square Enix have? What does Capcom, Nam- Namco, Bandai, CyberConnect 2, God forbid, what do they have for this thing? Because yeah. this is designed to be their, like, this is, I get the feeling this thing is designed especially for Japanese third parties that want to do something in HD, but you cannot sell an Xbox One game in Japan. And a PS4 isn't selling enough there to to make it worthwhile. Right. So now, if they have two alternatives, we might start to see a lot more games coming out of Japanese third parties. And like in one prominent internet message board, did their top ten most anticipated games of 2017, and seven of them are from Japan. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the idea of an SMT launch port. Would be nice for the Switch. I, I wonder. I wonder what they could go to if they were going to put a Shin Megami Tensei game. Like they could do both Shin Megami Tensei four games on one disc. They could do cartridge. Raidu Kuzanoa versus the Soulless Army, which is, <laughs> which D- is digital double saga. Raidu the Raidu Kuzanoa games. If you want to see the most fucked up video game cover titles of all time. Look up, uh, is it Devil Summoner? I think it's Devil Summoner. Yep. Look up Shin Megami Tensei Devil Summoner. And the the first game is like, Shin Megami Tensei Devil Summoner, Raidu Kuzanoa versus the Soulless Army. And you have this weird World War II looking Japanese old man on the front grinning. He looks like the antagonist of the Ip Man movies or like half of the movies ever released by Japanese or China where it's an angry looking old Chinese or Japanese man with those like thick circular frames that they all have that all these uh, like Asian villains have. Right. And the second one is like Devil Summoner 2 Raidu Kuzanoa versus King Abaddon. They sound like kaiju movies. <laughs> Which one features Dante from the Devil May Cry series? That's, oh, yeah, that's, that's Nocturne. Nocturne. That's, that's yeah. Oh my god, that's real? Yep. Jeez. That's not just a fo- that's not something to just stick on bad Photoshop box art, Zach. That actually happened. Well, yeah. I would say I am most excited. I actually think it's going to be Rabbids. Oh my god. You're you're just really excited to kill rabbits, aren't you? (laughs) I must confess, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, that'd be good. I'm I'm not gonna play that rabbits game unless they've unless they like tell me that like, oh wait, the creator of XCOM is on it. Now obviously there will be a rabbit amiibo to go along with it. It's the best strategy RPG. Yeah, there's two characters now for Smash. You've got the ice climbers and a rabbit. Somewhere just that actually sounds believable. You know what it would be? It would be Ice Climbers and Rayman. A rabbit actually does sound believable for Smash. No kidding. Yeah, just sub sub them in for Sandbag. (laughs) No, my two most anticipated games are Super Mario because the idea of any Western or Mexican themed Mario level sounds super cool, and also it looks a little more open world than previous Mario games. So maybe that could be sick. And then also, I want to see what's next for Splatoon. I think Splatoon has a bright future ahead of it. And this could be our first glimpse at it. Because the first Splatoon, Mm. they clearly cut that 
their support a little short because, or at whatever time they cut it at, because they wanted to work on whatever the future of Splatoon was. And I think yeah. the future of Splatoon is going to be this. I think it's going to be more clothing. I think it's going to be more maps. I think it's going to be the same story mode, but maybe they might find a way to add a level or some extra content on it or find a way to work it in. I bet there's going to be one new mode. There's going to be new weapons. And so, playable wait a awesome second. Games. Are you talking about, is it going to be like Splatoon 1.5 or Splatoon I think it's going to be 2? 1.5. Okay. Splatoon I think it's going to be more... There you go. Splatoon... I don't think I don't I think it's too soon for Splatoon two. I think Splatoon one point five will still have some really assertive changes. I think Mario Kart is gonna have some mild changes. I think Smash Bros. People are gonna be very disappointed by how little has changed in that game. At least and maybe I, we'll get those amiibos that were still lacking. Remember how disappointed people were when it turned out Retro's next game was Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. I was among them. Imagine how disappointing it would be if they're like, all right, we have, we're proud to announce uh, Super Smash Brothers for Switch. We have Ice Climbers. We have these four new characters. We added this new two-hour story mode. And look, it's the creator of, the Smash, of Smash Bros. and the director of this game, <laughs> Mr... Sakurai, and he walks out on stage, and then you get like the most, like the most scattered <laughs> applause. The, the sad thing is, I think a lot of a lot of the Smash fan base would be happy if they just combined the the features of the Wii U and 3DS games into one thing. I would honestly, I would. I I think that's what they do. They combine the features of both. They add. Either no characters or five characters. I, I think it's going to be one of those numbers. I don't think I they think, add two because or one because that seems a little weird. I think maybe th- I think three is the number because then they can do a line of six am- a six amiibo with the last three DLC characters. There you go. That's fair. That's fair. And one of them will be a rabbit. Oh. And I will and I will put my face through my desk. <laughs> I, I'd be okay with Rayman joining the frame, Smash Bros. He's yeah, a good idea for a character. The... Or Jade from Beyond Good and Evil. Is That'll never happen. We need to have a talk about Beyond Good and Evil. Like, it's, it's a good game, but it's not really an iconic game. Okay. Like, I think, I think this some is, people this look at it with, this, with the same reverence that they well, look at Half-Life, well, and it's just not warranted. We'll, we'll talk about that in two weeks once Beyond Good Evil 2 has not been announced. <laughs> no, no, guys, this needs another 20 minutes. It's 11.07 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, 42 o'clock in the morning, time. Uh, Zach's time, it's like 2 in the afternoon. Yep, sun's okay. shining. <laughs> okay, we do need to go. Uh, that is our show for this week. Thank you so much. We are going to be doing a Nintendo World News Report next week. I'm going to be busy doing my own thing. Uh, that is not my own thing. It's I, I can't talk about it, but you will you will see me out and about. I probably won't be on Nintendo News Report next week. It'll probably be a Donald show and then some, and some new staffers talking about the Switch. And then we have a shit ton of Switch coverage next week. Yep. And then after the Switch coverage next week, we have Game of the Year probably yeah. in late January, early February. I need yeah. to beat The Last Guardian, and I also have Forza Horizon 3, and Donald has a lot of games he needs to play as well. Yeah. I've got a, I've, I've got a bank of RPGs about this big, plus I actually want to finish Doom, if I can. I want to finish Tomb Raider. Does that count as a 2016 game? Did you get it on PS4? Yep. Yeah, it counts. I have... Okay. I'm going to have... The Mega Man Legacy Collection somewhere on my top ten, which, by Damn. the way, came out on it only. It came out on every other platform last year, but it came out on the 3DS eShop in this February, year. so it still counts. Christ, that seems so long ago now. Jeez. Right, but it's yeah. But the thing was, I bought that game in like April for fifteen dollars. That thing tanked in price super fast. No, that, it was always fifteen bucks on the eShop. It was thirty bucks for retail. 
I got that I got that physical special edition for like 15 bucks at Target a couple months ago. It was pretty awesome. Actually, no, wait, I got it for 10, but it has six Mega Man games in that slip. Anyways, that's our show. Donald Mick, D-O-N-A-L-D-M-I-C-K. We have NFR Podcast, which is his other show. We have Zachary Miller, Z Miller 1902, Z M I L L E R 1902. I am Kulafia, that is C U L A F I A. That is our show for this week. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye.